Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean Smith. Uh, we recorded a mailbag episode earlier today talking a number of topics about the Kentucky men's basketball roster in regards to Antonio Reeves' commitment to Kentucky and what it means to the program and, and who's coming back, who's not coming back, NBA draft decisions. We, we talked Baylor Shireman, the transfer from South Dakota State, how he would fit at UK if that were a move that is made. We even were asked a question about what would John Calipari do with the opening left by Brad Calipari taking an assistant coaching position at LIU Brooklyn. And I answered that question with, if anyone gets that, it would be a graduate assistant role because that's the role that John Calipari uh, had for Brad on the staff last year. So little did I know three hours later after I published that episode with Derek in the mailbag that Kentucky would indeed have an opening on its coaching staff. And that is due to Jay Lucas leaving Kentucky for Duke and to go join John Shire. Now, Travis Branham of 24-7 Sports was the first to report that news. And then, obviously, it was confirmed the moment that John Calipari uh, released a statement on Twitter about Jay going to Duke. And, and I'm going to read that. I'm going to pull that up here, uh, the, the full statement that, that Cal put out uh, this afternoon. And the Friday news dump, I thought I was going to have Friday evening free. And here I am at 622. Uh, afternoon, 6.22 in the evening on Friday, recording a podcast, uh, another episode of Kentucky Daily. So I just wanted to make sure I get on here, record something short, maybe 9, 10, 11 minutes, just to give you my initial reaction. I'm just now walking in the door. You're going to have an episode, obviously, of Sources Say going up to tonight. So you'll you'll get multiple episodes there. So if you listen to Kentucky Daily, make sure you also listen to Jack and Allen Sources Say as we discuss this news in depth uh, together. So here's the quote from Cal. Yesterday, Jay informed me he was taking a promotion at another school. I asked where, and when he told me Duke, he expected me to be mad. I support what he thinks is best for his family. He's been loyal, terrific on the road, and great for our players, and I want what's best for him, so I'm good with it. I am not surprised that there was interest in Jay because there is always interest in our staff. This year, all of our assistants have been approached about other opportunities. When you have a great staff, that's what happens. Not a really big fan of that quote because I, I do think that that Cal should be mad that Duke has come calling, uh, that the program that has consistently beaten you on the recruiting trail the last six years and even consistently beaten you on the court for the last couple of years, uh, 2018, and then most recently this season up at Madison Square Garden in New York City. This is a program that, that has, gets the best of Kentucky right now, especially when it comes to head-to-head -head recruiting battles for elite talent. A lot of it, too, at times. Uh, you know, Kentucky offers guys late. Uh, Filipowski, that's at, that's at Duke right now. Uh, that commitment, Kentucky offered him about a week before he committed to Duke. So there's a lot to this. Uh, frustration when it comes to Jay Lucas leaving for Duke. Definitely can't blame Jay. Kentucky's an elite program. Duke's an elite program. Both blue blood programs here in college basketball. Both national championship programs in college basketball. Some would say it's a lateral move, but right now, is it? Duke is the cool program in college basketball. We've known that for a few years now, and I think Kentucky is a, is a step behind when it comes to the, the cool factor. You have a guy in Jay Lucas that is young, 33, 34 years old. You have John Shire, a guy that is in the same age group. I think, he, I think Shire might be 33, right around 34. These two played college basketball in the same era. 
they're coming up as, as young assistants in the same era. Now John Shire, a head coach at Duke, following Mott Krzyzewski there. John Calipari, meanwhile, in his 60s, right? So there's there's an age gap there. And two, we know that Kentucky does things differently on the recruiting trail. They offer guys later. They don't offer until they, they see in person, until Cal watches in person. They recruit the Kentucky isn't for everyone line. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I get it. There, there's nothing wrong with some of the things that, that Cal does. Cal is ingrained in who he is. How much freedom did John, did Jay Lucas have at Kentucky? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I think that obviously, ultimately, everything runs through John Calipari, as is probably the way at all programs in, in college basketball. But for me, I look at this as, as Jay looked at this opportunity. He's a young guy. He's going to go to a program that has a young coach in John Shire who is probably going to want feedback. He's going to want some discussion when it comes to who they're recruiting and the way that they approach things. And maybe Jay, being a young guy himself, looks at that the same way and thinks, okay, there's more of an opportunity for here for me to have some freedom in recruiting and in coaching, and that's a move I want to make. And a young guy looking to make the jump to a cool program, I, I, there's no way around that. Duke is the cooler program than Kentucky. We, we've obviously seen that trend when it comes to recruiting the elite of the elites right now. But it's frustrating because you're Kentucky – you're coming off the the disappointing end of the season on the heels of the season before that during COVID. And then now you lose arguably your top recruiter on the recruiting trail who was just in Indianapolis recruiting for you last weekend to the program that you hate most, to this fan base hates most. Outside of Louisville and Tennessee, it's Duke. And, and Duke is that program that's right there year in and year out competing for a national championship alongside you. It is frustrating and it hurts. I'm not going to spin this in a positive way because you can't. Like the, if I sit here and spin this in a positive way, then I have, I'm not doing my job. Like it's, it's not good news. Is it a fatal blow to your program? It's not. As an assistant coach, the head coach is the most important thing in your program. But when you're coming off the frustration that you have right now, the kind of the divide that some think is there between the fans and Cal. And I, and I do think there is a divide. Can that divide be, be filled and can it be closed in that gap? Yeah, it can be. And I think you're already getting some good news. I mean, you've had Oscar Sheboy coming back for another year. You got Xavier Wheeler coming back. You got two McDonald's All-Americans coming in. Kentucky will field a roster that is good enough to win the whole thing and be one of the best teams in college basketball next season. But Kentucky needs results. The where this hurts is recruiting and moving forward. You you had a young guy on the recruiting trail who joined the, the the staff in August of 2020, didn't really get to get out there and do a lot of the recruiting in home and, and hitting the EYBL and hitting the Adidas circuits due to COVID. But this was the offseason where you were supposed to hit the ground running with this new staff, with Antigua, with Chin, with Jay, and then Cal uh, getting there. It, it's, it's now what you're doing in May – is you're filling a spot where you only have one commitment in 2023. Now, we know that there's still time, but Duke has five commitments in that class. So the Jay Lucas effect at Duke probably doesn't get felt until – or probably isn't felt until 2024 when he goes head-to-head with Kentucky and some assistance and, and John Calipari there. But you certainly need to bring somebody in with this hire, and I think it's very important for Cal to find the right fit. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You can't go out here and do favors for someone who, who is older in the coaching game that you trust, that you've been with, or it's been in the game for 25, 30 years. You need some young legs on the recruiting trail. The way Duke just made a power move and made a statement, John Calipari needs to follow it with a power move and a statement of his own and go get a young coach who builds relationships, who can instantly get boots on the ground for you here in the coming weeks and hit the 2023 class hard and then get a jump start on 2024. And when I'm talking about the things that Jay Lucas is going to be able to do at Duke that he's not able to do at Kentucky is we know that John Calipari doesn't offer guys early. He, he's against that. He There's guys in 24 right now that I think are worthy of Kentucky offers, and Kentucky's holding off. Meanwhile, other schools are offering and, and top programs are offering getting in on these guys early. I, I think that that needs to be abandoned. You need to – if you want to be the cool program, then you be the cool program. You, you go out and you, you offer kids – that are worthy and good enough to be in your program. Establish that relationship early and say, hey, we want you. Don't do the whole, we're going to play the waiting game and want to see you do this, we want to see you do that, and then we'll offer you a scholarship. Get that offer on the table, build that relationship, and do whatever it takes to get them to Kentucky. Uh, right now, I, I don't think that that's the approach on recruiting. I, I think it's an outdated approach that needs to be wiped and, and taken away. Duke, on the other hand, John Shire and the staff, they're, they're doing things a different way. And this is Shire – Got to give him credit, stepping out and doing something that hasn't been done at Duke. Mike Krzyzewski liked to stay within that Duke tree, whether it was former players or people that have coached there. We know Nolan Smith is off to Louisville, so Jay Lucas coming in, filling a spot on that staff, and it, it's going to be a very good staff. And, and right, like I keep saying, Duke's been the cool program for a while now. Kentucky's been striking out in head-to-head battles. By no means is this a fatal blow, but it's a challenging turn for John Calipari to find someone who can fill that spot, whose name holds some weight, who builds relationship with players, and can recruit their tail off for you. That's what Cal needs, and they need to kind of make a move here rather quickly because they need to continue working on 23 where Reed Shepard is the lone commit in that class. It's not going to help you and, and make an impact right now when it comes to this roster in 22-23. But you need to have somebody that can seal and close the deal for you in the 2023 class and beyond. I don't know the list of candidates right now. I don't know who John Calipari is going to target. Maybe as we go throughout the weekend, a name or two emerges. If not, maybe I can kind of look at this thing and say, okay, that guy makes sense. If you want to make a power move and make a statement, go get that guy. Uh, we know that Jay is going to be hard to replace. Coming over from Texas, been at Kentucky a couple of years, now goes to Duke. I, I don't know that for a fact when it comes to age, but to me, looking at a young guy on a staff with some older guys, you, you kind of look at it and, and think, okay, 
do I do I take my path here at Kentucky or do I go somewhere like Duke where it's younger legs? You got Emil Jefferson, you got John Shire, you got all these young guys there looking to make a name for themselves and then kind of trying to move out from under the Mike Krzyzewski spotlight and into their own spotlight at that program. It, it's frustrating because it's Duke. It would have been frustrating if it had been Florida. It would have been frustrating if it had been Tennessee. But with it being Duke, it's even more frustrating that they're able to come in and, and take a key part of your staff away from you, a guy that has been in, involved in some of the biggest commitments in the last couple of years, whether it be Cason Wallace to Damian Collins. He had a hand in Ty Washington, Sabir Wheeler, Shaden Sharp. Like there were a lot of commitments that Jay Lucas was the lead guy on, and Kentucky's going to be challenged with finding that guy now on the staff and it had to me it has to be a young guy you, you can't go out and get someone uh 45 50 55 you need some young legs on the recruiting trail that relates to kids and uh you obviously saw cj frederick tweet you know sad crying emojis today like this was a move that not only affects recruiting it affects the players on the staff because they all like jay uh, the guys at texas they liked jay jay worked with guards jay worked with bigs Jay is a player's coach, and Jay is a young, up-and-coming guy in the collegiate ranks that will be a head coach at some point. And, two, it's, it's hard not to kind of look at this, too. You, we obviously know John Calipari, been at Kentucky a long time now, probably a lot longer than a lot of us thought he would be. Does he have two years left? Does he have one year left? Does he have five years left? Is it ten? I don't know, but it's fair to wonder, too, does Jay look at this and say, okay, What's the longevity here of John Calipari at Kentucky? He's been on the program for two years. Is Cal a two- or three-year guy at Kentucky before he steps away and retires or does something else? I don't know that situation. But you look at Shire at Duke. Kay was there a long time. If Shire is successful, he'll probably finish his career out at Duke and go the distance the way Coach Krzyzewski did. That just seems to be the Duke commitment there with that program. So maybe Jay is looking at the situation saying, okay, there's longevity here. If he's successful, then I can be here as long as I want before I go become a head coach instead of maybe Cal doing a few years here and then stepping away. I don't know that situation. I'm just throwing that out there because uh, obviously we're approaching this thing with John Calipari that this isn't the early years anymore. It's kind of the latter years of, of what Cal's going to do at Kentucky. What is that timetable? We we don't know. So it, it's definitely the the stretch run is how I'll put it. And, and we know that John Calipari – Still thinks he has a lot left in the tank, but we'll see. We'll see what happens in the coming years and the coming seasons. But we do know right now that John Calipari has a big off-season job, and that is to fill and find the replacement for Jay Lucas. And uh, we'll be right here on Kentucky Daily to take you through all that. Derek and I will be back to start the week. We'll have some more reaction to the Jay Lucas news to Duke, and we'll talk about it. We'll bring up a list of candidates as those names present are presented, and we'll talk about all those guys, and we'll talk fit. And uh, we'll see where this goes. As always, this show is powered by Blue Wire Pods. Thank you all so much for continuing to listen to Kentucky Daily, charting in the top 50 now on uh, Apple Podcasts in the basketball category. Continue to download, subscribe. If this is your first time listening, leave us a review. If you haven't, those help as well. We'll be back next week for more on Kentucky Daily. Until then, I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next week.